0: Welcome to Amplify, a podcast creator to inspire our listeners to learn about today's modern workspaces. I'm your host, Brad Schaefer.
1: And I'm your host, Kiana Vandenberg. Today, we will be talking with Michelle Mancuso from Built Systems. How are you doing today, Michelle? I'm doing pretty good.
0: Is this your first podcast interview? Definitely. Are you nervous?
1: It's a little different, yes. It's a little different, yeah. Well. Well, to kick things off, we're going to start today's podcast with a question. So the question of the day today is, would you go to the future or back to the past if you had a time machine? And where would you go?
2: Oh, man. Um, I would probably go
1: to the past. Yeah.
2: Right. I like the idea that the future is a surprise. I don't want to know the future.
1: Yeah, I can see that. So where in the past would you go?
2: Oh, man. Um... (laughs) I I can't give just one example. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, key moments in history are kinda cool to yeah, learn about. Definitely. Um yeah, I agree. just to go back and see some of the things like uh the Revolutionary War, mm-hmm. you know, just see those Congress meetings where they developed our nation. Um go back and kinda see, you know, key moments where things changed. Yeah, for sure. um,
0: Stepping points in the country. Exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. In our country. um, Even like go back in time and see, you know, my family. Oh yeah, that would be cool. See where my parents grew up, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, My grandpa passed away before I was born, so that'd be cool to go back in time and actually meet him. Yeah. So that was, I mean, I think the past is very interesting and something to learn from and I like the idea of a future being a surprise.
0: See, now I'm at a toss up because I was Mm -hmm. all about, oh, I want to go to the future. I like technology. I like the gadgets and gizmos and put a computer in my brain. I don't care. But I like your go back in the past and see family. And Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I'm now I'm tossed. I thought I had a direction where I wanted to go, but. I don't know about you, Kiana.
1: I don't know. I, I do love the past and I love I love reading about the past and learning about it and hearing. I mean, I love like doing ancestry stuff and things like that. But I'm so intrigued by the future and what the future is going to look like, because I mean, just in the last 100 years, like look at how things have changed. So it'd be so intriguing and to see what the next 100 years are going to look like. I mean, I, I think I think I would choose future, honestly. I
0: was just recently at home watched Back to the Future. Mm hmm. And to, to go through that and see, you know, they're in the I don't know twenty twenty or whatever they went to in the future, or twenty fifteen. I don't remember anymore. But to see what they thought the future looked like to what it is now, I'm like, <laughs> I'd love to see flying cars and then, oh, you know, yeah. hoverboards and stuff like that. But it's just
2: oh, it's very different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Self drying clothing, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: although those those shoes exist, those Back to the Future shoes are, are around. They're just like. Twelve thousand dollars a pair.
1: Oh yeah, no big deal.
0: So today's episode, we wanted to take a look at one of the key components that Built makes. Is that's our, our ATE series workstations. Michelle is one of the engineers that Built. We thought you could help us in a little bit of a breakdown of these workstations. Um, we hope to could get our listeners to understand how the modularity and the versatility of these workstations, and how you can customize them individually.
1: So before we dig in, let's get a little history about you. When did you start at Built, Michelle? Um, I started April, 2016. Okay. And what's your current title and position? Product engineer. Awesome. So what do you like to do in your free time when you're not at work? Um, my free time mostly consists of
2: taking care of my two daughters. One is two and a half years old and the other is four months old. Mm -hmm. So. Don't miss those days. They keep, <laughs> they keep me very busy until they go to bed and then it's, um, you know, just general housework and prepping for the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're with grandma and grandpa, I like to hunt or fish. Um, we got a little bit of land that we'll drive around on and mm-hmm. play on. So, uh, hanging out with family pretty much and we just purchased a camper so oh, that's exciting next summer we will definitely be camping that'll be mm-hmm. interesting with a one and a three-year-old <laughs> so
1: yeah that's awesome That'll be fun sweet thanks for that michelle
0: being at built systems for the four and a half years you've been here i know you focused a lot on assembly tables and the workstations Um, Can you touch a little bit on what your thought process is when you start designing something an ergonomic station like this from the beginning?
2: Um, So The way it starts typically a project starts is I'll try to gather all the info I'll look at the quote. I'll look at emails from the customer I'll look at the customers PO Just try and put everything together in my head before I actually start on the computer Um, and then first thing I think is, what have we made that similar? I'll try to find something in the computer to minimize the amount of work, which increases the response time. So Mm -hmm. if there's something similar we've done, I can copy that and then have that as my starting point. Um, A lot of what we do is similar but different, uh, especially with assembly tables, there tends to be a lot of custom stuff and Starting with stuff that's already been made usually makes that a lot quicker process.
1: Yeah, and you usually start with kind of a standard model, correct? Yes. So what components typically go into a standard workstation?
2: Standard workstation um, consists of the feet. Do you want mighty mounts or casters? Um, Our Mm -hmm. welded feet are standard. And then it's two or four legs, the ergonomic height adjustable legs. Mm -hmm. And then there's depth and width brackets, controls and top. You know, what kind of top does the customer want? Butcher block, HPO, et cetera. And then is there a light frame? Mm -hmm. And if there is, there's lots and lots of options for a light frame.
0: So how long does a design like this usually take?
2: That depends on how custom it is. Um, If it's a standard, We've done it before. We're just changing width, depth, whatever. It can be done in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. If it's fully custom, I've had some take weeks to give the customer exactly what they want.
1: Right. So looking at the ergonomic side of these tables, why do you design tables like this? Why not just a standard fixed table?
2: Um, I can actually answer that from experience. Mm-hmm. So I have An ergonomic table here at work, and it is amazing. The ability to stand up after you've been sitting for a couple hours is great. I don't have to, you know, sit, work. Oh, my back hurts. I'm going to go walk around and stop working. I can just press a button, raise my desk, and continue working.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. We kind of touched on that in our first episode as well. Why, I mean, Kiana and I each have ergonomic workstations here. And then when we worked at home during this pandemic, how not having that is, is crucial. You realize when you don't have it, how much you miss it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It was not fun not having that. Yeah. And
2: you tend to like, you have to step away. Mm -hmm. You have to step away. You have to walk around a little bit, stand up, and then you stop working to do that if you don't have one of these tables. So it's kind of a waste of time right
1: so this design kind of eliminates that
0: increases your efficiencies and your output huh
2: exactly
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so you talked about all kinds of crazy accessories and custom accessories what's the weirdest or the craziest thing you've ever put on an assembly table
2: um i would say the weirdest one i've done would be or at least the most different design would be a guide for a bubble wrap machine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a packaging table and it was those like air pillows. And I had to create a bracket that kind of guided the long line of air pillows. And then there was a custom bracket on a tool trolley. Um, turned the tool trolley into a custom attachment, basically, mm-hmm. where the customer could Put the piece from the machine on it, and then it allowed them to move the bubble wrap where they needed. And it ended up turning out really well and working really well for that product.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going off the craziest design, um, what is the, your favorite assembly table that you've ever designed here? Um,
2: probably it was more of a standard table. It was actually a six leg. Cause it was so long. It was like a 96 inch ATE 400, um, with a standard light frame. And then it just looked great. Um, mm-hmm. I love the look of the butcher block and it was this nice powder coated blue color. I mean, we have lots of different color options and kind of seeing the different colors come through the plant is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Cause some of them look really, really nice.
0: There are- Hundreds of features and things that that set built apart from others. Can you name a couple of them that are kind of key differences?
2: Um, So our columns are patented, state-of-the-art, you know, very robust. And Mm -hmm. the thing about built is it's heavy duty. It's very robust. You're not going to find anything like it. Um, And then also the custom the custom stuff we have a team of engineers that that's what we do all day is we'll customize the table to fit your needs and you won't find that in most places
1: right yeah so what assembly table would you customize for yourself like if you could put any assembly table in your garage what would it look like
2: oh it would <laughs> definitely have a butcher block top oh yeah Um. I would probably have a shelf underneath just to store different stuff. tools and stuff. Definitely get the pegboard where I can hang tools mm-hmm. there. Whiteboard if I want to make any notes. Um, LED. Oh, let's see here. I'd put some sort of bins because I'm a I'm a pretty organized person. Mm-hmm. So I like having bins that I can know where to find stuff. Um yeah just a nice butcher black top. I can put tools on we got a little dremel we can I can do stuff with
0: hang from the tool trolley
2: yeah i got a i got a wood burning <laughs> kit I'd like to get back into that but um you know being a mother of two little ones kinda takes away <laughs> a lot of time.
0: What color would you paint it?
2: Blue is my favorite color mm-hmm.
0: light blue dark blue maybe? Um,
2: it's I'd say like a sk- bright blue, like bright sky blue. blue almost.
0: I could see that. Mm-hmm. I the blues are, I like the black uh, black wrinkles my favorite, but I understand.
2: Oh no, I would go for the pop of the blue.
0: So what what really inspires or drives the design and and the the want to do what you're doing?
2: Um so I've always loved to put things together, to see how things work. It kind of led me into engineering. Um, you know, as a kid, Legos, connects mm-hmm. That was Been what there. I did. <laughs> that is what I love. Um, and I just like seeing how things work, put things together. Um, I enjoy working in SolidWorks. I enjoy manipulating things, knowing the process of how it's made out on our floor. Um, how the lasers function, being able to see something from my design straight out to our manufacturing floor right outside the door, watching it from beginning to end is, is great. You know, it's definitely a benefit to see something made that you designed.
0: Totally on board with that. So so it's a satisfying almost to watch something come from what was in your head to physically seeing it and being, Operational. I don't, as an engineer myself, I totally get what, how that drives and inspires you. It's cool.
2: Definitely. You, uh, you go from the your head to the computer out on the floor. Um, a lot of what we do is making sure what we put on the computer, they can actually physically manufacture on the floor and you got to think about can the equipment do this? Um, can they assemble it in this order? You know, There's a lot of stuff you got to learn and we're to a point now our engineering team's not brand new that we're familiar with everything and it's just made us that much better.
0: Wonderful. Thanks for all that information, Michelle.
2: You're welcome.
1: Thanks for tuning in and listening to this episode. Look for our next episode where we will be chatting with one of our customers, Safe Furniture.
0: We will be hearing about what it means to be a customer of Built Systems, and how the partnership works, and how the educational workspace is adapting for the future. Do you want to win a Christmas gift from Built Systems?
1: Send us a voice message by going to our podcast website at anchor.fm forward slash Systems. Tell us your favorite holiday tradition and you will be entered to win a Built gift package valuing over $50. Be sure to include your name and email address in the voice message.
0: If you prefer, shoot us an email at info at with your contact information and favorite holiday tradition. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram pages for some additional entries.
1: The winner will be announced on our Christmas Eve special. We can't wait to hear from you.